Okay, I think. Okay, we're recording. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, wait, hang on. No, wait, no, I'm not. Am I? Please keep all of this as the intro, please. Okay. <laughs> if you're recording, please. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love I love Squadcast, but sometimes the noise reduction is super weird. Ah, uh, so, got you. Got yeah. You. All right. Anyway, so we're recording. So. Hello, this is the Crush Monocle podcast, the podcast where we talk about stuff, uh, all the stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Coop, and this is my co-host, John. I was late, and I'm wearing a bright green hoodie. I could stop fucking traffic right now. Can you hear my zipper? Oh, that's that's fine. That's that's a good that's a good sweater. <laughs> But John, you could stop traffic no matter what you're wearing. Oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> John, you can't see him, and he's doing very sexual gestures. Yes, I'm trying to seduce Coop. So throughout the episode tonight, I will be using my Christmas special on our host. So prepare yourselves, listeners. Yes, during this podcast, I will be in various states of dress. <laughs> we're playing we're playing strip podcast tonight <laughs> we have keywords every time we say a certain word i have to remove a layer of clothing <laughs> only if you just keep the socks on that's the most important part oh of course um isn't this a bizarre podcast it's i i don't know like i don't know it's <laughs> yeah i love it and it's yeah it's everything all at once there we go. Yeah, see. Isn't that a movie that everyone liked? I still haven't seen that movie. John, that's the best movie of the year. I know, and I'm a fucking piece of shit, and I haven't seen it. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, okay. Sometimes you have well, to be a uh, piece of shit so everyone else can feel better about themselves. So that's what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> that's, that's Sean's lot in life. He just makes everyone feel, feel better about, them, about themselves. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I'm I'm glad this isn't a video podcast because uh my hair is not combed. I am wearing a bright gray shirt. Oh, that's and... so against your aesthetic. Yeah, I know, man. There's not a, one skull on me. <laughs> I, um, uh, I'm leaving. This is blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <That's> <laughs> <what you're doing. laughs> uh so we don't have a guest this month because you know, uh we've been very fortunate to have guests all year. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, we've had some great guests. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, we decided not to have a guest this month just so we can kind of kind of talk about what we listen to throughout the year, like some of our favorite albums, you know, yep. some yep. highlights and some, some lowlights. And, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> Normally we uh, talk about what we listen to over the, over the past month. I haven't had a chance to listen to a lot of new stuff over the past month because I've been working on a – article about my top 22 albums so i've kind of grinding hard up with content he's got that content grind going on yes that's 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 me the, the grind um do you remember the grind on mtv yeah of course i do the fucking <laughs> dance show with hold on hold on what's the 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 host the hostess was daisy fuentes right i i loved her man dude i named a fucking um God damn it. What are they called? It's not a jet ski. What's the other thing that it's called? That you would uh, like sit on it. A snowmobile? Yes, but in the water. Oh, a sea-doo? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. But it's called something else technically. <laughs> okay. But okay. Straight up. I named a fucking jet ski sea after Daisy Fuentes. So when I was 13, 12, 10, <laughs> 11, I don't fucking know. Doesn't matter. My dad was like, I'm buying us a fucking uh, jet ski, which what the fuck is it called? Doesn't matter. Anyways, a sea Right. So he fucking brings home the sea and it's like yellow and white. And I'm like, Fuck yeah, I'm going to run everything over with this. I'm going to probably kill myself. I'm 11. I don't give a shit. Fuck this. Fuck this life. And he was like, we got to give her We got to give her a name. And I was like, Daisy. And I named it after Daisy Fuentes from the fucking grind. That's the did, did, did your dad know who Daisy Fuentes was? I mean, I think he had an idea, but he was like, you Daisy. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, fuck yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah, dad. Named it jet ski together. <laughs> if I if I had a jet ski, well, first of all, we wouldn't have a jet ski because I don't know how to swim. Are you not by a lake? Well, that's your perfect solution to not knowing how to swim is you're on a fucking yeah. jet ski. Just yeah, do not let ski. go. Don't right. let go and make sure you have a life uh, vest on. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's the color of John's vet, uh, sweater. Yes, yes. You need fucking distracting yeah. green. <laughs> yeah, I watched the – I think we talked about the grind in the 96 episode. I don't know. But, Did we really? Uh, we, maybe I don't know, I but the grind. Try. For all you youngins who don't know, uh, the grind was a sh- <laughs> the grind was a show on MTV that would come on sometimes super late at night and sometimes early in the morning. And I, it was it basically was like mid thing- afternoon too. I swear to God, like they would like run it at like three my time or like four my time or some shit. I like, think it was whatever. It was like the time of the day that people really weren't caring what was on television. For sure, it was sure. basically a half sure. hour of the best looking people that MTV could find. With the worst possible dance moves. With the worst possible dance moves. <laughs> uh, like, just dancing to, like, random, like, current, like, hit, dance like, hip-hop or dance shit. songs. Yeah. Uh, and it was terrible because it was it was kind of lying to the audience. Because I remember being, like, 12 or 13. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is what beach parties are like. It's just gorgeous <laughs> people. And they just dance around and, like... But then I was thinking, like, so this uh, is good dancing because this doesn't look like good dancing. You can't blame your terrible dancing on the grind, Coop. Like, is that what? Oh, 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 no, no. <laughs> Anybody on that show could dance ten times better than me. I don't know, dude. Like, okay, hold on. If I had one chance, one chance with the time machine, they were like, "Here's the time machine for you. You can only start it up once. You can only go one place once, and then it goes away." Here's what I would do is I would be like, can I pick up my buddy? And they'd be like, yes. So I'd go pick you up. And I'd be like, we're going to go to the grind via 1993. Do you have your swim trunks? And you would say yes, hopefully. Right. And we're going to go to the spring break version. And we're going to fucking dance in the group. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then we would fly back to our time. And then we would see, hopefully on YouTube somewhere, if we were the worst or the best, <laughs> grind it. <laughs> that's that's my dream for trying for time travel. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't be to like get the lottery numbers or you know spend time with a lost loved one or no. set yourself up. No, it would be no. to go to the grind. Yes, in the mid nineties. Yes, make dance and only to hope to see it on YouTube. In yes. current times. Yes. And we would try to talk to Daisy Fuentes 
and we would also see if we could get casted as extras in Showgirls. Okay, that that sounds sounds good. See, I, I wish just Daisy... juice. I just I just juice the pot up or whatever they say. Yeah, right. I you wish know. Daisy Fuentes was in Showgirls. Like swap her out for the uh, no no girl? no no just make just make her a new character. She's just like you know, she would be like the other roommate with uh, Nomi and the other girl in that trailer. Okay, hold on. I'm having a vision. What if you won the lottery today, mm-hmm. and then you got in touch with Brandon, who was on our October episode for horror movies, mm-hmm. and you said we need a Showgirls three. With Daisy Fuentes as part of the movie, I I don't. I, what is Daisy Fuentes up to these days? I wonder. I'm gonna look her up. Yeah. See, this is this is what this podcast is. We just go on tangents she about things. She still that... looks absolutely spectacular. I guarantee. If, she if you're asking, if you're wondering, if you're ask, ask, asking, I don't know what she does. <laughs> Does it even matter? <laughs> she. Do you know who Richard Marx is? Uh, isn't he like a singer, like from the eighties or something? Apparently, yes. And she married him in twenty fifteen, and that was that. What? Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, that was that. Yeah. All right. I think we can. Daisy Fuentes. Yes. <laughs> Daisy Fuentes, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm oh, sorry. can we get Daisy Fuentes as a guest? I'm gonna see if she has a fucking Twitter. <laughs> God well, damn it! Going down the, these rabbit holes of people that won't respond to my emails. <laughs> she definitely has an IG. Oh, I. It would be a crime if she didn't. Uh, yeah, you're right. All right, okay, we're moving on. Okay, I've, I've derailed this enough. I apologize. Okay, we might have to do some edits on this. Oh, uh, why? Come on, all this is gold. Don't edit <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's that's our mission statement. We don't do edits. We don't edit shit. <laughs> yeah, unless I'm painstakingly taking out all the ums and in our conversations. Wait, do you really do that? Sometimes. Do we um a lot? Yeah. We do. Is it me? Oh, oh both of us. Probably more me than you. Like we just like mm, and sit there for a minute. Like for no, a long we don't, time. We don't hum. We don't hum. We um. Like, like what I'm doing right now. No, I'm gonna be like. So I um was here the other day, and why do um, you edit that out? That's how people talk. No, it's not how it talks. Not in podcast world. Oh, really? Is that a bad thing? I, I guess it, it irritates the hell out of me when I hear it. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Yeah, that and vocal fry. Oh yeah, where the audio's like super fucking hot and shit. Vocal fry is when more women do it than men, but or unless you're like a bro, it's when they talk when it's kind of like a laziness when they talk. Like this is my podcast voice. Oh, I listened to like a clip of one today that the girl had that. Now it's just kind of like, are you, like why is are this we talk- phone why- sex? Like, what are we doing here? Like, I don't yeah, understand. They like- just kind of let the vocals like kind of fry out at the end. Oh. <laughs> You know, <laughs> can we do a fucking vocal fry episode? Yeah, just, well, we like, just talk like that. Like, the entire time, I'm like, I uh, am I doing oh, God, right? no, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. 
Okay, so Daisy, okay, Daisy Fuentes to Vocal Fry. Okay, so you said that you didn't have anything to, new to recommend this month. Can I can I chime in? Yeah. So okay. you chime in and give us something to listen to because I got my notebook ready and writing this down. Okay, cool, cool. So, um, so I I don't want to go off on like a huge tangent, but I kind of mm-hmm. have like a thing with this. Like, so I think some gripe with at least people like me and people that I know, like you and shit like that, is like. When people, when um, websites or like music review websites like drop their fucking like best albums of 20 whatever fucking year, you know, best albums of the year, right? Like yeah. they drop them sometimes mid November or like at oh, the yeah. beginning of December. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like there's still like five weeks of like three weeks, three, four weeks, you know, like no one drops an album the week of like Christmas, but like up until. Unless that, you're failure. Like, yeah yeah of course yeah <laughs> which is great like that's the thing it's yeah. like i don't think there should be a break like i understand that dropping an album and then being able to tour directly after it or during that time like I, I understand the logistics of it so i'm not shitting on any band but i am shitting on websites that want to like do their like best albums of the year like in the middle of november like we still have like five weeks at least of like dropping albums you know what i mean especially if right. you're on a smaller label like they have to plan this shit out. They can't, you know, like, so anyways. even more so now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like one shame on any website that's published their best album of the year already. But if you have, like, I get it, it takes a lot of work, but I'm also irritated with you. Second is <laughs> within like the past week, I found two, like, and here I go back to my bullshit noise rock recommendations. So uh, I love that stuff, by the way. Okay, so I found two albums within the past week that I was like, these are some of the better albums that I've heard all year. And the first one, which I absolutely fucking love, I actually think it's probably one of the better ones, is Mm -hmm. from a band called Prayer Group. So like Prayer Group, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And the album's called Michael Dose. I don't understand the name of the album. That sounds like a that sounds like a suspect, like on Law and Order. Yeah, you know. I mean, if you look at the cover art, like the guy has like mm-hmm. a bag on his head, like, a, like okay. a brown bag on his head. So maybe there's some concept behind it that I don't understand. I don't know. Anyways, the drums are fucking spectacular. The bass sounds fucking good. Like, it's, okay, it's it's just it's super good. Like I'm I'm loving it. Oh, it's on uh, Reptilian Records. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know it's good then, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They don't put out dog shit, so. Right. Okay, so next one is uh, from a band called Easy Prey. So we're kind of keeping on the same shit. Oh, see, it's a very holy episode. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the album's called Unrest. I don't love it as much as Prayer Group, but it's very, very good. Um, and then I actually have one more. Okay, which is uh, a EP called Pure Misery from a band called Humor, and I think they're out of England somewhere. Oh, well, I I think I know Humor. Yeah, so I don't even know if this is recent or whatever, but that that got like spilled onto me really recently, and it's super good. Okay. Um, dude, like I could honestly keep going. I'll just go like two more. Like, I guess the guy <laughs> from Mets does like. He has his own like pop band. So Mets like the kind of noisy band, right? Yeah. So yeah. he has like a solo project called Weird Nightmare, where it's just like heavier pop, but like it's super distorted and really good. And he put out like a self-titled, like it's actually 
fucking amazing. Okay. That, that I loved. And then uh, I'm going two more and then I'm going to stop. And then there was this uh, album that I found that's a little bit different from noise rock called Myself in the Way. It's from a band called Turnover. Oh, Turnover. Like very... Come on. Now. We we all know Turnover. Do we know? I'm new to Turnover. Are they like popular? Oh. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Okay. Well, anyways, I was, I found their new album. So Turnover is like soft R&B funk. Yeah. A kind of acoustic kind of. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Well, sometimes. They were cool. Yeah. That, that's my first exposure to Turnover. Am I supposed to know about them? Have we talked about them before? Uh, I think we have. I think a long time ago, uh, a former writer of this publication, our friend Mel, Oh, okay. Uh, she really loved Turnover. And, oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. And I, I, I feel like she talked about it on the podcast episode she was on. Oh, fuck, or it okay. Could have, so it, just or like... it could have been in the chat. I don't know. But I ended up seeing them at Riot Fest. Oh, and it was okay. That year, like the, 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 it was like one of his first like big festival type of thing. Yeah, so he's kind of like a dude that does his own shit but then has a yeah. band when he needs it, right? Right, right. Okay, I think when okay. I saw him, though, I think he was just by himself, though. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but he's good. Cool. Really so, uh, yeah. easy voice too yeah regurgitating shit okay and then one more and this is back to noise rock there's a band called orbiter there's like three bands called orbiter right now there's one in massachusetts there's one in europe and then there's one i think in oregon which is the one i'm talking about they put out a, a little ep called head wounds that is the drums sound fucking immaculate like <laughs> big roomy drum like if you love big roomy drums that are just fucking like pounding your head in like yeah yeah so but and that's like four songs it's such a good listen like it's one of those ones where like sometimes noise rock comes across better on a short release because yeah it can get a little abrasive so when a band drops something that's like four songs long and 20 minutes or you know 25 minutes and you can just yeah loop it so that was a ton i apologize i should have saved that for the main segment but you know here we are so. Hey, that's our that's our thing, man. This is a free form podcast. Sometimes we're talking <laughs> about noise rock. Sometimes we're talking about Daisy Fuentes. <laughs> we went from back to back Daisy Fuentes into fucking well, noise least, rock. At least we already got uh, uh, showgirls out of the way. Yeah, we did. We did, and yeah, we we've, we've dropped it <laughs> here and there. But to all those dedicated listeners, we always try to drop some showgirls references but sometimes with guests we just try to be a little respectful so it is what it is right but there is no disrespect in showgirls though that no there's not but you know sometimes it just, you know like <laughs> yeah you know, hey there's right. this movie with a bunch of vagina and boobs everywhere do, do you want to talk about it <laughs> with two dudes yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but I do bring it back, going back to that point that you made earlier about publications releasing their best of albums. Yeah, I think some of the I think some of the reasons why they do that, I think some people have criteria, like oh, I we can't talk about anything that comes out uh, from January, you know, like January of the last year to uh-huh. December of this year or whatever. But I right. think a lot of them are just yeah. yeah, they're setting like some criteria, maybe even charts, maybe okay. like if something charted, you know, one. You know, in December, maybe it doesn't, you can't count it if it's still charting in January or yeah, that's fair. whatever. That's fair. Or I think people just like to get a whole bunch of content done so they don't have to do anything in December. <laughs> no, it's, it, I mean, if you think about it, like if you were, if you were getting paid, let's say by Pitchfork or whatever, 
you know, you probably want the last two weeks of the year off, right? So like you right. want to get I whatever would. fucking list or blurb or whatever it is that you're I get it. I get it. It's just <laughs> they make the rules ground rules. So like I find they I feel find like it unfair. Something. Like if you're a band that drops an yeah. album in December and let's say it's fucking spectacular, like because you probably won't make the criteria for next year's list. Yeah, because it came mean? out the like, year before, right? Yeah, yeah. So it just is, and, and and the thing is, is like my only gripe is like I'm so it's terrible because I don't appreciate how much good music comes out, but like once a week, there's at least an album to listen to, if not like sixteen. You know oh god, I mean? yeah, right. And it's like. And I try to cherish that, and I try to download and like get my list together and my project. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like I feel bad for those bands or those labels that were like, "Well, we can't drop this till mid December or something." Yeah, you know. And it just and it most of the time it's really good, and it just gets kind of swept under the rug. Mm -hmm. I'm going to send you. um, I'm going to send you a Google Doc. A link oh, cool. with all my with my top twenty two. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I would yes. love that. And then I, I'll put my name too, even and then maybe that'll like inspire me to do a fucking list. But I would love to see the one. That <laughs> might, so. Well, this is. I mean, you might you might not want to. I mean, you can read the blurbs if you want, but I mean, like this is my top twenty two of yeah. two thousand twenty two in order. Oh, so cool, you can cool, cool. Kind of scope that out. Uh, yeah. While you're kind of looking at that, I will say that. I listen to a lot of stuff this year and I, I feel like I'm very grateful to the podcast because I always feel like I, I listen to new music anyway, but I always right. want to have something every month to talk about. Yeah. And not just puts, to like, put you, put you like on it. Like I've got to figure this out, you know, or like whatever. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's been a few times where I've listened to like just old stuff exclusively, but uh, have being having a platform where I can talk about new music and a lot of stuff that's really not getting talked about. Yeah. Um, it really kind of keeps me in the, kind of keeps me going in that. Makes me want to check more stuff out. No, I agree with you. It was a weird okay. year for music, though. Was it? Like, tell me why. Tell me why it was weird. Uh, it was weird for me because there was just so much stuff. And then there's a lot of, like, big artists that released stuff that I didn't care for. Okay. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that I was excited about. And then when I got it, I'm like, eh. Like, okay. I'm, a, I'm a really big fan of Soccer Mommy. Yeah, I know, I know that. I know that. Yeah, love her first two albums are awesome. Uh, her latest album like really didn't do it for me. Yeah, so I have a take on that too. Like, I feel like she was going so many genres. Yeah, you know, and just going like, and it was either like she'd touch on her old shit and then go weird, and then like she nailed like this like creepy kind of. Um, yeah, like almost goth kind of. Yeah, like trip poppy goth kind of mm-hmm. for like two three songs on the album two I think is two is, two is what stood out to me, but the rest of it I was just like this is messy. This is just kind of messy. It sounded like yeah. I mean it's not bad, but it was just kind of like no, it's not kind of samey. Yeah, you know it's just yeah. kind of kind of samey like yeah. I need a hook. Yeah, like I don't know. Like she kind of regressed a little bit. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. 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 But it's kind of like that. Like there's a lot of artists who did stuff like that, and then there was a lot of newer stuff that from bands I have never heard of. Uh, that's actually you know made it on this list. Stuff that yeah. uh, I really wouldn't have checked out otherwise. So yeah, yeah. So I've gone through your list. Are, are there any that you want to like maybe like shout out? Like I know that you obviously want to shout out number one and that you've ranked them, but like maybe, yeah, I've I've like, ranked them. 
Yeah. I know, and I can see that, but like maybe like ones you feel like people haven't heard or that you have like something to say, like beyond what like a review would say. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like it was hard for me to. I I didn't write reviews for most of these albums because I just didn't put that much uh, content out. But uh, I want to talk about my number two. Uh, cool. Really quick, uh, Sabrina Claudio. I brought her up on the last episode with Rachel Hayden. Yes, you did. Um, and I just want to say that, like, man, you've got to listen to this album. Like, okay. I don't, I didn't know much about her. Uh, I guess she's kind of, you know, kind of young. But uh, man, like, this album is just so good. It it is very samey. But when you've got like that smoky, sensual jazz kind of vibe, well, you, it kind of needs vibing, to be samey. If you're vibing, you don't want to break the samey. That's the part. It's like if you're nailing that vibe, you don't want to like undo it. Yeah. If you listen to the first couple of tracks on that album and it's not doing it for you, then don't even bother with the rest of it because cool. it's kind of cool. one song over and over and over again. But cool. man, like I just love the sound of it. And like it's an R&B record that that's really – I mean, this is the first time that R and B records rank this high on my list as this publication. You know what? That's hundred uh, percent true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, man, it is a fantastic album. It's called Based on a Feeling. Uh, cool. it, it was kind of a sleeper. Like, it come out early this year, like May or April or something like that, and like no one freaking cared. Like, how is this girl not like a superstar? Yeah. yeah, I've got. I mean, I've got it pulled up. I haven't listened to it, even though you brought it up last month. I mean, it should be one of those things. Is you know, co-host to like listen through shit, but I mean, I'm gonna definitely check it out tomorrow. So, yeah, I uh, I actually want to ask you about your number one because I haven't fucking heard it. I don't, okay, I haven't heard this album, so I I want to know about this. Like, tell me, okay, tell me, so, tell me about this album. Timeshares is a band. They're they're my number one. Spoiler alert. I don't know if this will come out after the articles posted. I don't know. Whatever. Uh. They're kind of like a, uh, I don't want to call them emo because they weren't, an, they're not an emo band, but they're kind of like that kind of pop punk, but it's not that bratty teenage type of thing. It's kind of like real wholesome. Sure. Garage it's, rock. It's mature. It's mature. Yeah. It's, it's a matured emo. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they come out with a record a few years ago um, and it, I ranked it super high on my year end list when I first started writing at this publication. And that oh, album, okay. now it hit me at a really... Um, when that album came out, all the stuff that they talked about, like with breakups and all that stuff, like really, really hit me at that time. Yeah. It was like my album, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. Uh, with th- and this is the first album they've had since that album, so it's been like five or six oh, years. Oh yeah, okay. Now I'm, and, now I'm seeing it. Yeah, okay, okay. And they've had like they had like a few lineup changes, like a couple dudes, or, or at least one of them. I think I you have to correct me on that, but uh, like they they lost a, a member, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, so they're they're in a different place, and this album kind of celebrates that being in a different place, and it's kind of in the same place I am, kind of in in my life as I'm maturing, and I'm no longer a you know a, a young twenty something letting <laughs> right. things of twenty somethings get upset about. Uh, yeah. And so it's funny that that album, they're the one that came out in two thousand fifteen hit me at a certain time and the very next one hit me at a very particular time now so dude they're like your fucking like spirit band or some shit like yeah like they just (laughs) they just really really hit it you know yeah those guys are like really really nice guys and they're really really good live too and uh oh cool yeah i mean yeah yeah you know what's dumb is like you can tell by looking at them that they're good live which you know what i mean like you just just have that you can kind of tell like 
these guys are a little bit like grizzled. Like they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like you know they've toured the country yeah, like some kind yeah. of beat up van or something. Yeah. They've you know? done it twice at least. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that so Lim from Timeshares is definitely my number one album of the year. Cool, I, cool. It might be a little uh I might be a little um biased for personal reasons, but uh it's not just because I mean it's just it's all the, the you know the checklist, the criteria it was perfect for, sure. for me. Cool. So I guess I basically ruined going through your list since we jumped from fucking two to one. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to touch? Okay, hold on. People that actually read the site and re- and listen to the podcast, he doesn't have his blurb done for number one yet. So he hasn't decided <laughs> what he's going to say. It might be a regurgitation of the podcast, but it might be it could be different. <laughs> you might just write one line that says, this album's fucking good, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> also we talked about black midi that album a few months ago i really like that yep, one yep, yep. uh, uh i want to give a shout out to guided by voices on that particular album uh crystal okay. nuns cathedral man like you don't even have to talk about guided by voices i mean they come out with like 12 albums a year or so yeah but this and one's so good very prolific this one's just so good because it's kind of everything i love about guided by voices all put into one album Cool, cool, cool. So I feel like being they did put out two records, I think the other album they put out this year has got more hype. But I think this is the better of the two. Okay. Near uh, Guided by Voices is Horse Girl. They're a band from here in Chicago. I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. ever listened to them yet. Yeah, Horse Girl's good. I love Horse Girl. That's that's one of my that I really enjoyed. Yeah, they're one of those groups that have like that 90s vibe that a lot of young people's doing right now. Uh, but I think I they do it enough. From it. I'm such a sucker for that shit. I'm such like, yeah. I know what they're doing. You know, I hear yeah. it and I'm like, I know what's happening to me right now. Like I, I know that I'm being a fucking I'm being suckered for nineties bullshit. You know what I <laughs> well, mean? Like I hear it and I'm like, but I love this. I need this, you know, so it is what it is. I so. think they're of all the bands that's kind of borrowing from the nineties vibes, I think this group, Horse Girl, is probably the most authentic. I don't think they're going for the nineties. I think that's just sounds like what they're they're doing sure, uh, sure there's another group on this list is mama which yeah i would about. i mean i want to stop and talk about that again i mean i just i don't know like i kind of forgot about the album after like summer ended like, like yeah. i kind of used that as it's like, a summer song. album for me dude like yeah like and i'm sure it was probably for everybody you know like the whole speeding 72 single is just like absolute like fucking audio cocaine or just whatever i don't <laughs> know you know what i mean like just so good and it's just like the thing that i trip out about sometimes when i like look back at these year lists is like i'll have albums for seasons or months or time periods yeah. and then it's like i move on and then totally fucking forget that, like <laughs> that's what i listened to the entirety of like june july and august you know what right. i mean it's it's like i need to like keep like notes as the year goes through, it's like, this is what I, you know, this is what I fucking listen to, you know, because like November comes around or December comes around. And it's just like what I did earlier in the episode. It's like, I just named off noise rock because like, yeah. it's cold. It's dark. I'm fucking ornery. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right. So I just want to hear heavy shit to like calm me down or like mm-hmm. vibrate my body or whatever the fuck. And I forget about like, shit that i loved that like made me like kind of vibe out a little bit when it was like may <laughs> you know what i mean like, you're right so yeah 
that Mama record, they're another group that has a lot of the 90s vibes, but I think they're kind of yeah. winking at the listener. Like, they oh, clearly yeah, it's know totally they're going for it. It's tongue-in-cheek, for sure, dude. Yeah, and so, to me, that kind of elevates it in another way that I, I kind of like. I love that they're they're acknowledging, like, hey, dude, this sounds like the freaking 90s, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. In the pop world, that's like a, a hit thing. I, I know you're not allowed to diss Olivia Rodrigo or whatever, but, like, that's ahead, just not for it. me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to yeah. me, that just sounds like a kid who... Like, oh, this is probably what my mom would have listened to when she was my age. Well, like, probably. So you're not really doing it in a authentic way? No, I mean, there's a difference between, like, Mama or, like, bands that kind of, like, cop on that 90s style. It's like they spend the time listening to the albums, finding bands they like, going through their discography, and then kind of, like, replicating that sound. Where, like, what she was doing is, like, the Disney Channel version. You know yeah, I mean? like, right. Let's just have like a really weird looking album cover. You didn't do the research. You didn't try to, you were working with producers that didn't do their research because you didn't write any of those songs, you know? Yeah, it's just like, uh, it's just going for that. Yeah, the aesthetic. Like this is 90s aesthetic, but that wouldn't have been popular in the 90s. No, and I think from from people like you and I, and, you know, we always hate our nostalgia, but here we are. It's like, we can see through (laughs) that shit. Like, Mm-hmm. within like five seconds like because i remember i was like oh okay this album's supposed to be cool like I'm, okay i'm gonna check this fucking album out and i was like wait what in the actual fuck is this like, <laughs> this is not good <laughs> no this is like labeled the wrong thing you know it's like i yeah. went to buy like a can of soup and i brought home a can of fucking <laughs> green beans like what the fuck <laughs> no that's not that's not what i was expecting at all you know so another thing i want to shout out on my list was spoon had an album this year uh lucifer on the sofa uh why do i hate that band tell me okay, why I'll you t- love that band because i absolutely cannot stand them at all okay so here's the here's my deal with spoon okay i Sp- the dude from Spoon, I I don't know him. I've never met him or anything, but he seems uh, like a total douche, you know. Yeah, uh, and I think that kind of comes out in his performance and his. And they like vibe. punk on the piano. They, they're punky, They're <laughs> piano punkers. Right. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, I think Spoon's a good band, but not for the reasons why they think they're a good band. You they're know a good I mean? band in spite of themselves. <laughs> Yes, and I and I I actually say it in my in my blurb uh, okay, in my on, article. I'm at it. Okay, but uh, Col- uh, Spoon is like is like the collective soul of pitch rock, pitchfork rock. You know, and collective soul. You, I I won't hate on them. I um, can hate on them. They're one of my favorite bands, but you know, collective soul know exactly what they are. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like they're, they're fucking not... around and nailing it. Yeah, they're just really good at what they're, they're really good at making like pop songs. Okay, yeah. uh, there's no pretend. They're not pretentious at all. They're not you know selling it as anything else other than you know top forty rock. If music I listen for... to Spoon tomorrow, I'm sending you a text in like all caps yelling. I Do it. That. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I think that Spoon don't realize that they're the collective soul of indie rock. Yeah, that's and what I you think said. That, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So. But if you go in listening to them, that like, hey, this isn't great, but it's good for what it is. You'll you'll enjoy them because they, you know what I mean. It's it's their their projection of themselves is what really really makes you hate Spoon. 
Your Super Mario RPG references actually spectacular. <laughs> yeah, they, they had a news. Okay, so if, if, if anyone doesn't read the article, uh, the, the lead single of this album is called "The Hardest Cut," and it sounds like Booster's theme from Super Mario RPG. <laughs> oh, amazing, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that's kind of like my generic album in the year. Uh, what'd you think? Did you listen to the new uh, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's album? Yeah, I did. I did. I spent some time with it. I gave it two two spin-throughs, which, in my opinion, needs a little bit more, just because it's a band that I'm like kind of invested in. So yeah. I probably need like three, but I gave it two like run-throughs. And... It's okay? I liked it. I mean, I, I, it's, it's good to have them back, I guess. Right. You know, yeah. like you know, is it something I'm going to throw on constantly? I don't know, because for them, for me, they're like a certain song band. So like, you know, like Hysterics, one of my songs, there's songs on other albums that I just like, I just want that song. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think it's interesting that they come, come back and kind of start it where they left off. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think from a business standpoint, that's kind of, iffy because like well we waited this long and this is what we got but like i prefer 20... that though that's what me I too prefer. like don't me fuck too. around and be weird mm-hmm. like well we missed you come back give us another album that's maybe a half a step to a step forward like if 20 years from 20 years from now someone's gonna l- listen to all their albums in a row and it's gonna yeah. flow very nicely yeah 100 you know I mean? and that's what i'm talking about 100 percent. right you nailed it you nailed it it's kind of like if you listen to the Beatles, like even if you're not a Beatles fan, Rubber Soul's a good to album. To me. Listen, Rubber Soul's a good album. Revolver's <laughs> the better version of Rubber Soul, right? But there's not that big of a difference there. If you was listening to that album and, and listen to all the Beatles albums in a row, that's an, an easy transition. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For but sure. now, for us, we waited 10 years in between <laughs> Rubber Soul and Revolver or whatever. Right, so. right, right. Yeah, yeah. So... But yeah, so good good for them to, to be back. And they... no, I agree. It's it's nice, and I think that I think it's always good when a band comes back and they don't totally shit right. that. Because when a band gets back together and they make a new album, and you're like, "What in the actual fuck is this?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's happened a hundred times, and you're just like, "Fuck me, yeah, this is not good." Like, so so uh, Angel Olsen had a country album this year. Yep. Uh, we talked about that, I think, early on in the podcast. Uh, another country, sort of country, uh, appearance in my top 22 is the Rectangle Shades. Okay, um, I haven't listened I'm, to them. Did you bring okay. them up on a podcast at all? I Probably last year, I think. Uh, Rectangle okay. Shades is like a side project from the dude from Super Drag, of course. Oh, of um, course, yeah. There we go with but, the Visa Memory stuff. Here we go. Yeah, okay, so it's like a side project with this other dude, and it's very, very, like, 60s country influence, um, but not, like, in a cowboy sort of way, just kind of, like, kind of like a folk kind of, I, I like the monkeys, like, you know, the non-singles, you yeah, know, anything from Mike Nesmith, you know, from the yeah. monkeys, yeah. Uh, it's that vibe. Uh, okay. but the dude from Super Drag kind of brings like this strange Indian influence to it, so it's kind of like psychedelic country <laughs> in a way. Oh, okay, okay. So like indigenous like yeah. sounds or whatever. Saying, yeah, it's like... like it's like a country pop song, and then all of a sudden you'll hear like sitars and stuff like oh, that. Oh, so in like it. India. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, cool, so cool. it's like super psychedelic when you least expect it. 
Okay, cool. I mean, come on, country with, with sitars. I mean, come on, it has to yeah, be on that list. I'll take it. I, I, yeah, it's worth checking out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Any other questions about my uh, my list? Um, tell me why Dead the new Dead Cross is so good, and then I'll leave you alone about it. Because uh, it's the freaking Dead Cross, man. Like it was, uh, that album's just brutal and ugly, and yeah, it's just fun, you know. All right, all right, cool. Uh, uh, right. For the same reasons that municipal, municipal Waste is on there, too. Yeah, I know. I mean, as I was asking about Dead Cross, like, Municipal Waste kind of just, like, almost comes in under that, like, Coop's thrash addiction, <laughs> you Come know? On. Well, I mean, I would say that, you know, Municipal Waste is definitely kind of 80s thrash influence, but I think Dead Cross is probably more more hardcore punk influence. Right. It's right. thrash, but I think it just leans more into punk, and that is where Municipal Waste is more metal. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Listen to, yeah. Well, I know you listen to Dead Cross, but listen to that other record, that Municipal Waste. I think you'll dig that. Cool. Okay. Good. Do you have a favorite album of the year? My, uh... So, like, I have, like, a ton, and, like, I texted them all to my little brother in, like, <laughs> a, in, in, like a chat, so... For the listeners that don't know, and I'm pretty sure I brought him up at least once, I have a little brother that's like 18 years older than me. So he's like 21. And he's like in this band. And they're like trying to be like a band. And he's always like seeing my, checking my approval and shit. And I'm always just like, uh. <laughs> Anyways, and so he hit me up and he was like, what are your favorite albums of the year? And I sent him this fucking list. And it was just like. <laughs> I know, it was like 25 out. I just went through like my like shit that I listened to, you know, and I was like, mm-hmm. I listened to this three times, but I still hate it. Or I listened to this five times. And I still <laughs> love it. And, yeah. You know, like, I don't know, like everything that I've talked about on the podcast in the past year, like, yeah, I dropped four like new things that I listened to this year that I think are good. I will say that like, I really loved just because I love him as a personality and as a rapper, like, Mm-hmm. Something that I haven't talked about rap like at all, like in the year of podcasting that we've done, is like the new Freddie Gibbs album is fucking amazing. The I haven't even listened to it. The dude doesn't miss, like he, he absolutely doesn't miss. Like he has such a good flow, he has a good taste for beats. I don't love all the guest appearances. Apparently, this was like his like uh first like major label debut so he mm-hmm. brought in all the fucking producers brought in all the fucking guests like and but it's still a freddie get out freddie gibbs album like it's so good like he just makes there's when i listen to hip-hop or when i listen to rap this is just me being some fucking 40 year old white guy but like i want to like i want to bounce like i want something to make me bounce you know what i mean right. and like freddie always makes me bounce um you know, towards the end of the year, like, I started getting into, like, a lot more hip-hop. Like, uh, I don't even know how to say this dude's name. It's, like, Rap Ferrari or Rap Ferrari or some shit like that. So it's, like, R.A.P. You know? <laughs> some some sort of gimmick, right? But, like, he, ha- he used to be under a different name. And now it's, like, spoken word kind of fucking just, like, uh, train of thought, like, rap. Like, over just okay. these, like, boom-bap beats. And it's... I spent... I don't I don't mean this to be derogatory at all. I mean this to be complimentary. I spent like two hours like folding clean laundry <laughs> and listening to him at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it was like it was honestly like folding laundry fucking sucks. Like putting your laundry away right. sucks, right? Like tucking yeah, yeah, it right. in, hanging it up, all that bullshit, right? 
And like, I enjoyed that two hours. And I think it was because like, he was just like sitting there, like rapping into my head and it was coming in one ear, one out, you know what I mean? And I was just like holding my t-shirts, doing my socks up. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, word. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, just shit like that. So, and um, so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think like, it's hard for me for like year end lists because like if you would ask me about my year end list in June, it would have been like fun music, you know, like right. my like, you know, kind of sad, darker, harsher stuff that I like during the spring. And then it's fun music and then fall comes and all I want to do is talk about noise rock. And then it's like, well, it's the end of the year. What hip hop or R and B did you listen to? And then I'm like, Oh yeah, I really like all this yeah. kind of shit, you know? Like, so I, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things like, maybe for like a goal next year it's like i'll just start to like make like a fucking like notes in my phone and be like this album was good and you liked it at this time don't forget you dumbass you know <laughs> well, <laughs> like, that was the whole thing with me when i was doing this list for the site was i had yeah. to go back and and listen to all this stuff again and, and ranking it you know which who cares about lists and ranking but it's i mean i do me. i look at that stuff and i think about it yeah you know? like it means something to me you know right, I mean? exactly. And I think when I pooled all this stuff together, these are the ones that stuck out the most that I can still come back to. And it wasn't just because I was carried away in the moment. Like, these are For good sure. albums, you know, that yeah. I'll I'll listen to after this year, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, real quick, there was a lot of garbage this year, too. Yes, please. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's hit that. Uh, let's I, that. I just had recently published a, an article about some of the worst songs that come out this year. You know? No. And uh yeah, there was some some pretty bad ones. I think uh I I didn't I really didn't want to rank them too much cuz I had like a theme with the article. I still rank them, but I yeah. got to say one of the worst songs of this year had to be that new Blink-182 song. Dude, <sighs> I hate it so much. It just makes me cringe out of my skull when I hear it. So I mean, it's it, it's that plus like the way that it was released, right? So there was that like promo video that went kind of viral on Twitter. You know what I mean? And it was just like, it's one thing that I, okay. So I will say this, like, as I was, I I looked at your article, like whenever you sent it to me, like two days ago, I was halfway through typing the response. And then remember we were podcasting tonight and went to text you and realized that I didn't send the like response. It was halfway there. (laughs) Oh, nice. And I was just like, fuck me. Like, so then I I'll finished that, and then I was like, I'm going to be a little baby about podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, so I looked through that and sending you the text response today, even though it was like a day or two late. Like something wasn't sitting right with me as I was watching, you know, or like watching that video, seeing the promo yeah. video and like all this shit. And you're right. Like what you said, like in your articles, it's like them being like perverted and weird, you know, like mm-hmm. perverted and like, I don't know, juvenile like Ameri- American pie bullshit, you know, yeah, like whatever. Right. right. Like that was okay. And it was funny when like they were my age or like a year or two older than me or whatever yeah, right. age they were, you know, and like, okay, that's funny. And like, that's who they are. And like, yeah. Most of the time it's cringe, but sometimes they're actually really funny and like the music. Yeah, right. Like they're good musicians. At least Travis Barker is. You know what I mean? Like Travis Barker is an amazing drummer. There's no way around that. I mean, he he's basically like fucking pop the pop culture himself to death. But like 
He's a talented musician. Okay. All right. Never mind. All right. Anyways. So I was like, oh, it's Blink-22. This is kind of cringe. That's dumb, whatever. But then when I read your thing, I was like, they're kind of too old to be talking about shit like this because of, like, who their fan base is. Right. Still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and their fan base is still, like, who I was back then, but, like, maybe five, six you're not. years younger. You yeah, you're I mean? not that. You know, I, was, I never really was a big Blink-22 fan anyway. Like I worked I for felt... those guys, so they were like really nice to me, and I yeah. was kind of a fan. And then, like, it was such a nice show, and they were so fun and like yeah. nice that I was like, okay, I love these guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't mean anything as as people, you know. And they're, they're good they're people. Fair. They're good people. You know, like and, from what I've yeah. seen a decade ago, they're good people. Like they're nice. People. Right. I'm just saying, like to me, like the whole their whole thing is this kind of. I felt like. When they were like at their peak of popularity, which was probably yeah. like what ninety nine two thousand something like that, maybe yeah, like, like late nineties, like mid early two thousands, early two thousands. I was like sixteen, seventeen years old, and I felt like I was too old for them. You know what no, I mean? No, I agree. You have to kind so, of like like get in on the joke or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And that and but they matured really quick after that, and they put out that album, that self titled album, one. which was Good kind album. of like an emo thing. Uh, I think it's good. But I like it. I like that album. That's to me. That's their only good album. Um, mm-hmm. And fair. yes, fair. they were leaning hard into the emo thing, and they weren't punk right. anymore. But um, but it also kind of made me realize that anything good that's ever came out of Blink One Eight Two was Jerry Finn, uh, the producer uh, who's sure. no longer with us. Uh, yeah. And I think I think he knew how to make them at their best, and since then they haven't been that. With this new song, with this new song, it sounds like it was recorded like in two thousand five, like auto tuned, uh, processed, really compressed on everything. Like music, pop music doesn't even sound like that now. So it no. sounds like awkward and backdated, and like even recording techniques. No, I mean that's the thing is what happens with most like acts, rock acts especially, like rock acts especially. I think especially mm-hmm. is they become parodies of themselves. And that's one hundred percent what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't think they're in on the joke, though. I think they're thinking. No, like, I don't think so either. That, yeah, and, I thought so with like the promo video, and then yeah. when I watched the music video, I was like, "Wait a second, you guys actually like think like they're doing <laughs> this?" You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The part, the lyrics, like I can't even remember the line now. But he says some like. Really... It was mostly just watching Tom DeLonge in the music video. I was like. He yeah, I know weird, that you're back. You know? I know that you're back, and like this is a big deal. But like you're seeing these lyrics into the camera like way too seriously, and you look like you just said you look fucking weird. And now yeah. we know, we all know that you're like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> like I wanna, I wanna believe in UFOs as much as anyone else. Like I right. think that shit's cool. Like I, love yeah, it's it. cool. Like, I love it. Yeah. But like, what are we doing here? So you is he? I mean? Was he like? Yeah, so is he acting smart or is he acting dumb now? Is you know what I mean? And he looked all of them, all of them, even Travis Barker, they look like freaking grandpas dressed like fifteen year olds. Yeah, I know. Like I know. I know that's their thing, but good lord, that song sucks. No, I know. It's terrible. And but like the thing that I think about too is like the generation that was like five or I shouldn't say generation, but the age group that was like five, six years younger than us. Yeah, like they fucking go hard as fuck for pop punk, blink, yep. all that shit. Like they are, blink is like legends 
to them. Yeah, like one like thousand kinda... fucking percent. They're <laughs> like kind of came like, out of nowhere too. Like you know what right. I mean? Like mm-hmm. yeah, like. And it kind of came so. out of nowhere too. It was like remember when everyone thought that Green Day was like the greatest band who ever ever existed all of a sudden like in the mid 2000s yeah like whoa why is why are people when thinking american green Day's great came now? out and my dad was buying their cds and i'm like dad why the fuck are you buying green day cds like yeah and it sounded just like what they did 20 years before that it was terrible like <laughs> yeah. anything after insomniac from green day can fucking eat my ass like it's absolutely yeah bullshit, dude. Like, uh another cool. really bad song on that list was the freaking red hot chili pepper song where you sing it with a pirate <sighs> accent so here's the thing. So here's the, okay. Do you want to hear a story about this? Tell me a story a about that. Okay, so so like I know that band is terrible now. Yeah, I have a guilty pleasure that I listen to like uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic more than That's I probably okay, should. Yeah. Right. Also, knowing that Kiedis is a fucking absolute creep, like most of the rock stars back in the '90s, but I'm not giving a pass. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm admitting my sins, okay? Right. I'm, I'm at, you know, c- confession on this end of the year podcast. Right. So I want to I want to I want to preface preface it like this, like that that band is a good band. That there's that's a good drummer, that's a good bass player, that's a good guitar player. Is the music they make together good? No. Are the albums they make together good? Maybe once. That's questionable. <laughs> they don't make good albums anymore. They don't make good songs. They don't do anything good anymore. They're a parody of themselves, but they're not in on the joke. They actually still think they're really they're a really good band. So I downloaded that out. I downloaded the first album that came out, Unlimited Love or whatever the fuck. And it, then I that's got, the one with this song on it, right? Yes, yes, with the Black Summer song. I guess I'm giving it away. And then they de- then they fucking released another another album like that one wasn't terrible enough. <laughs> and so I have these albums downloaded and sometimes when I'm driving the kids around, I don't necessarily want to throw on like Freddie Gibbs. It's like, "Yo, I did this, I did that. Yeah, we got right, language right. here, we got language here, you know." Or I don't want to throw on like noise rock where it's just way too abrasive. You know, right. and I'm like blowing the kids' eardrums out and shit like that. So I'm like, <laughs> fuck do I have on my phone that is right. like easy listening, which the Red Hot Chili Peppers shouldn't be easy listening, but they legitimately are at this <laughs> right. point. Right. Yeah, they're is, top 40. Yeah. So so I, I've i listened to both of those albums two times through a piece, which is way too many times. Right. And because, one, every time I've listened to them, my kids have been around. So like I throw that on because... I know that they're not going to talk about what they used to talk about in the like early nineties. Right. Yep. You know, there's not a bunch of pee going on, you know, and the sex and all kinds of wild shit. I just throw it on and I'm like, and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. Know, and I'm like, Oh my <laughs> yeah. God, what the fuck are you doing? This song is fucking terrible. I have this song because it's tolerable, but you're like, like it. You know what yeah, I mean? You, like you've turned your kids into chili peppers fans, John. Oh, <laughs> should I call, uh, you know, parental services? Yeah. Child and family services. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah, so... Save me. I don't... I just don't... <laughs> so I don't like, Peppers anymore. Okay, so, like, just this Black Summer song alone... Right. Oh, um, it's fucking garbage, man. It's, it's terrible. So like, yeah. Okay, but the thing that stands out the most is the weird accent. 
So that's the only thing you're remembering about this song. Because if he sung it normal, it would just sound like Chili Peppers, like right. from whenever, like right, right. You know, yeah. Um, but the accent, I don't understand. It's, it's kind of like this Irish kind of pirate. So, yeah. So like the thing with the Chili Peppers is Anthony Kiedis is one thousand percent the weak link, right? Like if you just if you the older Chad... he gets, the yeah, the older he gets, the more that's clear. Yeah. You know? So, like, if you just threw, like, Chad Smith in a room with John Frusciante and Flea, and you were just, like, fucking be, like, a jam band or fish or, you know, some random shit, like, and just be instrumental and just fucking go, you know? Like, would those songs be good? Who knows? I don't know. They might be terrible, but there would be moments of musicianship where you'd be like, oh, fuck, they're shredding. They're, like, in a groove. They're going. This is cool. You know what I mean? But you throw like Anthony Kiedis into that, and it's just like, it like, you know, let's say they're like playing at a B plus level with like B plus like song compositions. It just throws it down to just like the lowest common denominator. They don't. You know they don't I mean? care. Like, they don't care. That's the whole thing. That's yeah, really no, I know. It's thing. a paycheck. It's a paycheck. They don't care, yeah. and it's like when they do care. That that's when the Chili Peppers were better. When like Blood Sugar Sex Magic came out, they were young dudes with a lot to prove. Right. So that album, they cared. You know, right. when they had One Hot Minute, which is the album that everyone hates, I like it. The I best love that. Man. I love. I fucking love that album. Me too. I think so. Mother's Milk, Blood Sugar Sex, and One Hot Minute. So it's like two with for Shantae and one with Dave Navarro, and then you know, Californication has like I could cut the album in half. Basically. So when Dave Navarro was there. I don't know if it's Navarro or Navarro, but when Dave was there, right. um, everyone was on their best behavior because he's actually the best musician out of all of them. Uh, yeah. So I you mean, could you yeah. you could tell that they were trying really hard to, and that's why I don't even think they liked him that much because they couldn't gel with him because I think he yeah, was too good. Yeah, they couldn't fuck around like they used to. Like you know, right, you because he's not one. He's a technical guitarist. He's a studio musician guy. So right. they couldn't. It was it took all the jam out of it. Okay. Right. Um, so then when they got Frashante back, they're like, oh, now we can be ourselves again. Now and we that, can to fuck me, that's around and do dumb shit. Got super lazy. And yeah. like, Frashante's amazing by himself. Yeah, he is. But why is he not bringing it to this band? Like, so they just go and fuck around with each other. And then they just, they just comes in with his like fucking D plus like nursery rhymes. And you're just like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's just trash, dude. Like that song it's depressing. That song, that Black Summer song depresses me. That like No, and that's the thing, is it's like so you know, I download these albums and I'm like, I'm gonna give them a spin reluctantly and under, you know, duress essentially, because there's children around, you know. And it's like I turn off the vocals. Like when I listen to it, because mm-hmm. I'm able to like tone like turn things off, you know, like after all these years, right? And like I just numb those out like unless i hear something cringe as fuck you yeah, know where they're like just like song. you were my homie and you died and i'm sad or something <laughs> and he would yeah. make that rhyme in a pirate voice you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah and and so then it clicks back in and i'm like fuck this shit like next track but like <laughs> i'm like tune him out and we'll just listen to like those three kind of vibe for three minutes even though they could be doing better but i still yeah. kind of appreciate that like they're musicians making shit pop songs. I, it's a, it's it's a pathetic existence that I'm living. Basically, is what I'm. Yeah, to tell you. that's God. So. The Chili Peppers need to go away. 
No, they really do. And the thing that I was tripping out about when they dropped these two albums is like, they're huge. Like they're so big. They sell out stadiums across the country as across the world. Like they are basically like U2 level at this point, back when U2 was like U2, you know what I mean? Like they, they can, they're a corporation. They're like right below Metallica, like Metallica. Oh yeah. got The chili peppers, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's insane. It's like, it's okay for Guided by Voices to put out two records this year, but it's not okay for the Red Hot Chili Peppers to put out this year. And they had that no. song about they had this song about Eddie Van Halen. That's like a tribute dude, to Eddie Van Halen. So fucking cringe, dude. I so fucking that. cringe. Oh I my listened God. to that and I was just like, what am I what are these lyrics? Well, okay, first of what all, is I would this? I would love to know what was the relationship between Eddie Van Halen and the Chili Peppers. If you listen to I, the lyrics, it sounds like Eddie Van Halen straight up fucking hated Anthony Kiedis, but he still liked it. The, I guess like Eddie. I don't. They act oh like they're bros, but I don't even know yeah. if they've even met each other. Before. Yeah, dude. I was just like, "What the fuck am I listening to? Why is this uh, a song? Like, why did you make this the fucking lyrics of your song? We didn't need a fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers ode to fucking Van Halen. Like, we didn't need that. We didn't need no. an Eddie Van Halen ode from Anthony Kiedis. Like, and it's a doing boring here? granola rock song. Oh, it's so fucking bad, dude. It's like, if they're gonna, you know, if okay, Frig Weezer. But remember when Weezer got on the Van Halen kick? Because it was putting all the yes. tapping and yes. the swirling yes. and all that. Yeah. Like, yes. that was corny. But, yes. like, I can see what they were getting at. If they was gonna do something like that, and that was their Van Halen song, fine. Yeah. This Chili Pepper song is like, coffee house it's sincere music. too like it's not tongue-in-cheek like no it's fucking horrible. anthony kiedis is writing a love letter to eddie van halen and from the lyrics it sounds like they've never met at least i don't think <laughs> and I know, then the I know. band is basically rolling their eyes as they're playing a song to go like with what the is this or what are you know, from what I've heard of all accounts is they write songs and he then puts lyrics to them and then they adjust <laughs> But like, if, and I know that they have to have him to be like popular. Like you can't run around and be a fucking jam band. Like you just right. Like no one gives a fuck. Right. But they have to be at this point just a little bit like fucking rolling their eyes at like the shit that he brings to their already bullshit oatmeal fucking funk rock. Oh god, it's terrible, and they're not even funky anymore. Like, where's the? I funk? mean, they have they have flashes. That's why I still download their albums. Like, <laughs> they'll be like a bridge. They'll be like a bridge or a section that happens like me, like one or two or three times a record now, where you're like, oh fuck, look at them go, and then it goes away within like twenty five seconds, and you're like, yeah, okay, yep. So screw the rat sleeper. I wonder. What, I wonder what Wolfgang thinks about that song Eddie. send him a tweet and ask him shoot him the fucking article on and see if he'll like sabotage his career by shitting did you uh, uh man i love wolfgang van halen i think it's so freaking great how he just burns trolls left and right on social media that's what oh is he wild is, is he wild on social media oh, oh, he, just he, fucking oh yeah he just apart. roasts people left on facebook oh, on twitter yeah, um that's cool yeah and uh i don't know if you watched it because i know you're not a fan or not but the the taylor hawkins thing from the Foo Fighters, oh, I, I, I don't care. But uh, he, uh, that that guy was a big Van Halen fan, so it was the only time that Wolfgang played Van Halen songs. 
uh, he he come out and he played like a couple Van Halen songs Wolfgang did, and he freaking destroyed it. It was like oh. amazing, very cool, you know. Yeah, I love it. So love it. good for him. But uh, I'd really like to know what he thinks about that god awful Chili Pepper song. I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he feels similar. <laughs> he probably likes it. I'm no. Good. No. Uh, so yeah, so it was a, a wild year for us too. We had a whole bunch of guests on the show. Gear change here. Um, I do want to shout out um, Kelly Scott, uh, BJ McDonald, Zola God, Jesus, a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, freaking Steve Albini, yeah. um, Pulp, uh, the the Ghost is Clear Records. Yep. Rachel Hayden. Yes. Uh, I just want to yeah say. I know these guys are probably not listening to this episode, but uh, I, it means so much that all of you guys agreed to come on here and hang out with us. Uh, this year has been amazing for, for me doing this podcast because yeah. it was something I never thought that I would be doing. Good. I hate the sound of my voice. I'm not a very good public speaker. And, um, and it was just great. Blew my mind that I got those. Get, if I never get a single guest anymore on this show, um, yeah. I can uh, I can put it into this and say, man, I did something really cool with that. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. I mean, it's crazy for you to, like, bring up the list because it's, like, it's been, you know, like, a whole year or whatever, and it just kind of, like, blends together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but it's, like, it's like I know that we had these really amazing conversations with people that I was super excited to talk about. I think I think for me, the, the thing is, it's, like, for me, it's, like, I really enjoyed the podcast because, like, it gives me a time to, like, hang out with you a little bit you know what oh. i mean i know right um Squeeze. and if, if if anybody anybody that knows me and coop outside of this knows that like the podcast starts probably like a half hour before recording and then goes like an hour after and then i realized that it's like fucking 11 o'clock my time and like 10 o'clock or we never get this right 12 or right. one o'clock is yeah right <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like fuck me i gotta go to bed um, right but I mean, I think it's really cool that we like these people that I've admired or just been super super interested in have come onto our podcast. And like, the thing I think is the funnest is like, I don't know about other podcasts. I mean, I pay attention to others that I'm interested in, but I would say for our podcast, like we have the most casual conversations yeah. with our guests. Like, yeah, you know, we may not be seasoned on our intros or outros, or we stutter, or we um, or we you know, do random shit during the podcast. It makes us maybe a little bit cringe, but like <laughs> we, if you, if you listen to like a guest podcast, like it's a fun conversation between like two fans and someone that's famous, but they feel like they're our friend. You know yeah. what I mean? Or that, right. that, that, you know, we're three equals that we're just all acquaintances or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I don't mean to like, pat ourselves on the back or celebrate us like at the end of the year as we're closing things out but i mean that's one thing that i really admire about at least what we're able to do compared to other podcasts and i also admire the guests because it's like it's two strangers that look like creeps with like neon green hoodies on and you know you're always wearing black and you're fucking schooling and shit but like i don't know like i think we do a good job and we've had really good guests and we've had really fun conversations and it makes me proud to like be a part of it I just think that I just uh, I just think that it's uh, people get to hear the same stuff over and over again. What made yeah. you write songs or what made you do this? Like people just want to hear these. Dude, I grilled Steve Albini about the Bush record he did. That's all I wanted to talk about. I 
look, man, we had we had the <laughs> the balls to bring up showgirls to see Valdini. Uh, hey, one thing about our guests, please retweet our like podcast tweets. Like, <laughs> I love that you guys are famous and I actually appreciate you guys coming on, but like no one ever like we tag you in our podcast tweets. Like send us a retweet. Some of like, us, you agreed some of to come have. on. You agreed to come on. Give us a give us a push. Look, Speaking Kelly to... Kelly Scott from Failure invited himself to this podcast. One hundred percent not talking about Kelly Scott in this comment. <laughs> I'm talking about maybe most of the other guests that we've had on this podcast. Uh, BJ show some love a little bit. Yeah, I know BJ did, but uh, Zola Jesus did. She retweeted. Did she? I yeah. was waiting for her to, and I must have missed it. Okay, so now I'm not as mad anymore. Okay. But uh, and Paul, there's always, a, always does stuff. There's there's one in particular, and I didn't expect him to, but I still wished he would have. <laughs> okay, <laughs> look, Steve Albini's not going to retweet anything. <laughs> I'm glad you said his name. I didn't want to. <laughs> um, we do have some stuff planned. Uh, hopefully, in the new year, we'll get to, get some more guests coming on. Uh, and you know, maybe we'll tighten things up next year, be a little bit better at what we do, but, uh, or not, or not. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to say though, I appreciate every single person who has listened to this podcast over the past two years. Um, it's two years. Should we a year two? Yeah. We're on like, we're finishing up year two. No fucking shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, if you've listened to if you've made it to this part of the episode, I appreciate you. <laughs> appreciate we you listening you. and uh, sharing we're and sorry, everything. But we love you. <laughs> Look, Bearded Gentleman Music is a very small publication, and we're not corporate. We're not endorsed by anybody. We just the the very few writers that we have are all doing you know this because we like doing it. It's not about money. It's not about um, nope. you know tooting our own horns. We're just talking about stuff that we like and this pot in the podcast is an extension of that uh yep, known it's a John space for... for people to fucking express themselves and write about this shit they like that's what this website and this podcast are about and that's what it always will be so i've known john for quite a few years we're good friends outside yeah. the podcast and uh website yeah. and uh i want i would i the whole point of this podcast is to bring our friendship to yep. you so you feel like you're yep. hanging out with us when you listen so 100 percent, all those imperfections yeah. and showgirls <laughs> references yeah, yeah. <laughs> come and hang out in my creepy office and freak right or my in the basement my room with <laughs> weird paneling and <laughs> and records yeah and records and we love it and zelda link. action figures yeah um, link. yeah there he is uh so uh so yeah this is gonna, that'll about do it for this episode um yeah, listen. Go back if, you, if this is the first episode you've listened to. We've had better ones. Oh God, uh, don't listen to the other twenty-three. Don't do that to yourselves. If we got two full people, you'd love that. Maybe just skim back a couple. Don't go to this. Yeah, <laughs> at least check out the guest ones. Brandon's a good guest too. On both oh yes, 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 yes. You know, we need to get Brandon. Brandon, we love episode. you. Sorry, we didn't shout you out earlier, but we love you a lot. We shouted him out earlier. Did we? Okay. Yeah, we're gonna make Showgirls three with Daisy Fuentes. Fuck you, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Kendon, we haven't brought up Kendon yet either. No, fuck him too. 
<laughs> now, now I'm done being sentimental. Fuck him. Fuck everybody. <laughs> I hate everybody. <laughs> um, all right. So this has been the Crush Monocle Podcast. Please like and subscribe on your favorite platform. Uh, retweet us if Twitter is still a thing by the time Always, this episode yes. comes. If we tag you as a guest, if you are doing your research as to whether or not you want to be on this podcast, and we tag you as a guest on social media, like, please fucking reshare. It takes you two seconds. It's not going <laughs> to, like, fuck up your, like, you know, whatever. Algorithm. <laughs> yeah, your algorithm or your status. Like, and it helps us so much. Like, don't fucking be an asshole. Like, if you spent the hour to come on with us, you can take 10 seconds to retweet, reshare, whatever the fuck. <laughs> it drives me fucking bananas. So, love you. Thank you for coming on. Please be our <laughs> that- guest. <laughs> validate me <laughs> no it's fucking annoying man like yeah, yeah. so well is, you know i will fine. call out a whole bunch of i'm not going to mention any names but being that we're at this point of the podcast before i leave i do want to say that i make it a point to support other publications artists and content creators who i yeah. really enjoy it would kind of be good every now and then for maybe to them to retweet some of my stuff exactly it's support. fucking annoying if you listen to this podcast and you're an up and comer, like fucking rising tides lift all boats. It's a dumb saying, and I know it's like a business saying and like all that shit. But like, if someone retweets you, like give the love back. Like we're all trying to fucking get attention away from like the dumbest fucking pop- publications ever and the dumbest fucking podcasts ever. Like, please, like let's help each other out. Love is love. Like, but at the same time, like. If we're if we're boosting you, fucking shout us out too. Don't be fucking dumb. It's dumb not to. Yeah, I mean, come on. Look, AV Club and Consequence and Pitchfork and all these dudes are all fine or whatever. But I mean, come on, like, fuck, are you doing? It's stupid. (laughs) Yeah, we're all in this together. We're not, you know, your publication or whatever. Like I said, I'm not mentioning names, but I'm just saying that. Come on, show us some love. No, it's dumb, and it's a problem I've had since. I started a site back in 2012. It's it's the stupidest thing ever. And now that I'm almost turning 40, which is next Tuesday, I'm I'm done. I've had enough fucking bullshit. So yeah, well, I I've already turned 40. So you did win in October. Mm, how do you feel? The same as I did two months before. When I turned so 40. I turned 40 on Tuesday, and I have to tell you, I have this overwhelming feeling of like. I survived and that like I'm impressed that I made it to 40. Yeah. And like I feel like accomplished in a really stupid way. No, I know and all jokes aside, I know what you're talking about and that's not Yeah, it's not accomplishment, but it's kind of like like you I feel, feel like you believed a little bit. Yeah, it's like really like you went over over the hurdle, you know you're what like, I mean? Like, I made it to 40. How the fuck did that happen? Yeah, and like you way haven't go. gone yet. Yeah, you like way to go. Done you did worse. good. I'm so yeah. proud of you. You made it to forty. You know what I mean? I, I tell you, I tell you what. Since I've turned forty, I've looked back quite a bit and like cringed at my own stuff, like things that used to make me angry or things uh-huh. I I used to like hurt my feelings or whatever. You right. know, like I I look back, I'm like, oh god, like man, so friggin' petty. But yeah. the good. I think it's also good too because now I can look back at those things and say, hey, I was petty there, so I'm not gonna be petty here. You know what I mean? I think the thing, yeah, yeah. I think the thing that I'm learning is like, I, 
I think you like you get that like you get that like fucking stereotype of like the older you get the more you don't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh you yeah, totally. I mean? Like right. Yeah. But and like so, you mean like, it. No, like yeah. So like I've been saying I don't fucking care since I was twelve or whatever. Right. Oh yeah. Know? But I didn't mean it, you know. Right. And now that I'm like there, I'm like if your opinion is like shit, if I don't agree with it or if like whatever, like I'm like it's almost laughable in a weird way. I'm like, oh yeah, like, you know what I mean. I, don't, I, I oh, laugh. I, at... I need to go to. I'm, I'll go to therapy next Thursday and we'll process this and everything will be fine. <laughs> you gotta laugh at yourself your yeah. self-awareness is the key like there's a few people who i uh, i i read their tweets yeah that i who i'm not friends with anymore and right. i just go there like i don't just go there just to dunk on them but i kind of uh, do are, are, you know what i mean are we wrong here let's, yeah let's, let's so wait. like <laughs> but it, it's funny it's funny because i'm, I'm in when i do that like again i will not mention names but you probably know who i'm talking about i'll oh, go I look do. at his like look at their tweets and like mm. I'll I'll might screen cat and like send one to Kenan and like we'll roast right. it or whatever just yeah. joking whatever but in a way at first I thought that was like really unhealthy like man why am I doing this wasting all my time all it's doing is like irritate me or I'm right. dunking on someone who can't defend themselves but really I'm kind of, in a way making fun of myself for for being that petty you know what yeah. I mean like I don't mean it you know which I, even when I do mean it but it's like it's I'm the lame person who's going and reading it. You know what so, I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Uh, like, a little bit of perspective is, like, I think sometimes about, like, that situation in general, I don't I don't seek that person out, but when I see stuff that you send or screen cap or whatever. Yeah, it's funny. And I think about, and I think about like, how much, like, more at peace with myself that I am with. Yeah, yeah. Than yeah. that person is, you know, like, Right. So, you know, like, if anybody that has even remotely followed this fucking website or podcast, we had a writer that was very prolific, but also very miserable, <laughs> and may have written some stuff about some Kill Moon. I'm just going to drop it there. Anyways. <laughs> Research. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, they're, they're, they're a curmudgeon beyond a curmudgeon is what i can say <laughs> just there's there's no sunshine in their life period and so going back to our conversation that everyone's probably turned the podcast off at this point but like i okay so here's the thing about getting older or turning 40 or whatever the fuck it's like i appreciate shit now yeah you know I mean? right 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 you know it'd be like oh i got a fucking podcast tonight it's like no i get to podcast tonight and i get to fucking talk to cuckoo i fucking love cuckoo and i get to <laughs> fucking chat his ear off till midnight even though i said i wanted to get off a half an hour ago <laughs> right, you know right. what i mean like shit like that you know yeah. it's like yeah so that i'm like turning into like grandpa neon grandpa with the fucking hoodie and just old fucking tired asshole i would i would totally listen to a band called neon grandpa I would listen. I would totally listen to a band called Old Tired Asshole. <laughs> yeah, that would just be me. That'd be my solo project. <laughs> yeah, with like just a drum beat behind your audio, right? Your, your uh, podcast audio. <laughs> so, really quick before Somehow I close, and I would say, I, oh God, yeah, Fat Boy Slim. Um, <laughs> I can't record music at home because it ends up sounding like Fat Boy Slim. Um, <laughs> 
You know oh, what I'm talking about. Like, oh, I'm going to put some drum beats on. Like, yeah. this is friggin' Rockefeller skank yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, no, I bring up I bring up the pettiness of, like, roasting people on Twitter that I, who I'm no longer friends with. It's more making fun of me than making fun of that person. And I think that's one thing that you learn once you get older. I think it's a perspective older. thing. It just gives you yeah. perspective. When you get older, you learn how to make fun of yourself. You know, yeah, like well, a thousand percent. Yeah, you're not celebrating your pettiness, but you're recognizing your pettiness. And yeah. you know what? You're okay. You're okay to be petty. We're entitled yep. to that. We paid our dues, dude. At forty, you you're okay to basically do whatever the fuck you want, as long yeah. as it's not harming somebody else. Like, well, right, exactly. You did four decades, and like doing four decades on Earth is fucking the hardest shit. Like it's oh, so God. fucking hard. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, and we're millennials too, so we got like the really yeah. garbage you know, generation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. shout out to all you people in the early forties, late thirties, and fuck the rest of you guys. Yeah, and the Zoomers. <laughs> yeah, and the fucking and Zoomers. The Zoomers and Boomers. <laughs> yeah, yo, the Boomers can totally eat my balls. If they you're a boomer, would. unsubscribe and give us a shitty review. No, don't, because I probably have friends who probably would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, Albini's a boomer, and he was on the podcast. And he also didn't retweet us, so. He doesn't, I don't even know if he's verified. Is he even still on Twitter? He probably left. Maybe. Anyway, I mean, we should all leave if we're being honest with ourselves. I can't. I signed up for Hive, but it's too weird, and I don't know how to use it. You signed up for what? Hive. It's like the new Twitter. Is it from Twitter? No. It's like a right. new thing that looks just like Twitter, but it's not. Oh. I don't know. It's not going to catch on. Look, I need to I'm not honest? getting on the Elon Musk here, but Homeboy's okay. not going to be sticking around on Twitter for too long. No, that's sad. Okay, let's shut this fucking thing down. Enough. Enough. Of yes, this enough. All right. So, Thank like and subscribe, friends. Thank you for listening. Listen to the other videos, and we'll see you in 2023. This has been the Crush Monocle Podcast. I am your host, Coop. I am the other guy on the podcast called John, and I am going to go finish Chainsaw Man, which Coop and I are both watching because yes. Kendon likes it, and we also like Kendon, and we also like the show. So if you haven't watched Chainsaw Man, go finish it. There's nine episodes. I'm on episode five. Thanks for listening. <laughs>